In Jesus' name, amen. With a, a stick of fire in one hand and, and a knife in the other, Abraham looked at his son Isaac, the son that he loved, the son that he had spent a lifetime waiting for, the, the son that God had promised. And as he looked at his son, he said three words that had to have seemed impossible, but words that somehow he trusted to be true. God will provide. You see, God had provided for Abraham. He had always provided, even from the very beginning, from the moment that God called Abraham away from the land and the life and the family that he loved to, to a new land where Abraham would be the father of a new family, to, to live a new life full of, of, of the Lord's blessings. From the very beginning, God had provided. He had provided through wanderings and famines. He had provided from, from Egypt and the Negev to Sodom and Gomorrah. He had he had provided in, in times of birth and life and celebration, but also through times of death and destruction and tears. Through it all, God, he had been faithful. He had always provided. But today was different. God had a test for Abraham today, although Abraham didn't know it. He called to Abraham, Abraham! He said, and and, and like a a student eager to please the teacher, or like a little boy who wants to make dad proud, here I am, Abraham said. But he had no idea what the Lord was about to ask him to do. See, God was asking Abraham to go to a land called Moriah to climb up a mountain, to take his son Isaac and make him into a burnt offering to the Lord. God was asking Abraham to do the unthinkable, to sacrifice his very own son. And I can, I think, only begin to imagine the confusion that Abraham must have felt that day. I think I can only begin to imagine the hurt and the pain and the sadness that must have filled his heart, but also the anger and the resentment that must have been there because because God had always provided and And this was his son, the son that he loved, the son that God had promised, even when it had seemed so impossible because Sarah was too old and and too barren and neither of them were worthy for a gift like this. Things like this just didn't happen to people like them. But, But God had provided. He had given them a son. And now for what? Was this all some sort of cruel joke? Had God only raised their hopes so that he could crush them? God had provided. He had always provided. And if he had been faithful through all these years, Abraham must have thought, why would he stop now? And, and so the next morning, Abraham woke up early. He, he, uh, he saddled his donkey, the donkey that would carry his son to his final resting place. He, he called over two of his servants to help with the journey, two young men that I imagine Abraham would never be able to look in the eyes again, not after what was going to happen so soon. He, he split the wood that would provide the flames that would consume his little boy. And, and then he grabbed Isaac, and, and together 
They walked. For three days they walked. Can you imagine that journey? Three agonizingly painful, hurt-filled days, days filled with anger and resentment. For three days they walked to where the Lord was leading them. And when they get there, Isaac finally speaks up. Father, he says inquisitively, here I am, Abraham says again. He would do anything for his little boy. Father, Isaac asked, "Um, the wood and the fire are here, but where is the lamb? You know the lamb for the sacrifice we walked three days to make? And now our hearts break a little bit more because Isaac, we know, has no idea. Isaac has no clue what God had asked his father to do that day. Isaac has no idea that he was the sacrifice to be made that day. And so with a stick of fire in one hand and a knife in the other, Abraham looks at his boy, the boy that he loved, the boy that he had waited a lifetime for, the the boy that God himself had promised. And he says three words that had to have seemed impossible, but which somehow he trusted to be true. God will provide. And with that faith in his heart, Abraham took his son Isaac and walked up that mountain a little bit further. He found some stones to make into a humble, simple altar. He He took the wood that he had split and placed it on top, and then he grabbed his son. And he put him on the altar, his gentle, loving, fatherly arms. And and when he was somehow able to break free, ready to do the unthinkable, an angel of the Lord came to Abraham. Abraham, Abraham, the angel said, here I am. He said one more time, And just like that, the test was over. There there would be a sacrifice given and an offering made that day, but it wouldn't be Isaac. God, from nowhere, in the middle of a bush, provided a ram that would take Isaac's place. And instead of walking down that mountain, grieving the loss of his boy, he would walk down that mountain hand in hand with Isaac, rejoicing in his Savior's providence, thanking the God who one more time had provided. See, brothers and sisters, I I believe in our story today, we learned two important lessons. The first lesson is that God provides. He, He always provides. And that's what this test was all about. God didn't give Abram this test so that God would learn something about Abram that he somehow didn't already know. No, no, the test was for the student to learn something, for Abraham to learn that his God would provide. He would always provide, even when it seemed impossible even when Abraham might have thought that he knew better, even when he was confused and hurt and sad, his God would provide. He would always provide. And brothers and sisters, I believe we learned that God provides for us too. For Abraham, this took place on a mountain in Moriah where on a humble altar made of stone, God spared Abraham's son, and gave a sacrifice to take his place. For you and me, God provides on a mountain called Calvary, where on a humble altar of two pieces of wood, God did not spare his own son, but gave Jesus up 
as a sacrifice to take our place. See, God provides. He always provides. In the million little ways he's providing for us throughout the day, with the food that we eat and the air that we breathe, God is providing. But, but on the cross, he has provided for us what we most desperately need. It might not look how we would expect it to. It might not always be what we want it to be. But, but on the cross, God has provided. He has provided for our righteousness. Through the cross, God has made us right with him. We, we are brought back into a loving relationship with the creator of the world. On the cross, God has provided peace, true peace that, that will last into eternity. On the cross, God has provided us with love and forgiveness and grace. On the cross, we see that God provides. He always provides. And and every test that you feel that that you might be going through is there to remind you that that your Lord will provide for you through the death that you grieve, through the jobs that are lost, from the friendships that are broken, and, and the tests that come back positive. They are there to show you that when you look to the cross, you will see that you have a God who provides, who who always provides who did not withhold his very own son, but gave him up to take your place so that you and those you love could spend an eternity in his presence. And that brings us to our second lesson, which is that because God provides, because he has poured out upon us the sacrifice we need, we respond with Abraham uh, like that student eager to please the teacher or like the child who wants to see mom and dad proud. We say, here I am, Lord. Even when the tasks and the callings before us look impossible, even when we are confused and and hurt and scared, still we say, here I am, Lord. When God calls us to do impossible things like like pray for our enemies and, and love all people no matter what, we say, here I am, Lord. When he when he calls us to forgive and forgive and forgive. All people and all sins, all of the time, still we say, here I am, Lord. When he calls us to give of ourselves, of our time and our energy and our emotions, our money and our stuff, and and even when we feel like there is nothing left to give, still we say, here I am, Lord. See, God has provided for us. He has poured out every good thing which we need. He has given us the sacrifice for sins which which we long for. And because he has provided for us as his children, we sacrificially and joyfully say, here I am, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.